Welcome to twitch.tv forward slash ice cream, ice cream. Up, loads, loads. Sorry, we've been listening to Dr. Disrespect's old school shit, which just reminded me of his name. Name. <laughs> doctor, doctor. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Twitch, don't don't ban me. I am wearing a Twitch hoodie, so you can't ban me. It's fine. It's fine. We are allowed to acknowledge that the doc exists now, right? But we're not still not allowed to play with him or something. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, welcome into Twitch.tv forward slash Uploads. My name is Graham Dev. Join by the Bibby. I'll read Bib. Good. After well after morning now. It's nearly half past two, Graham. But it's Friday, so it don't matter. It's Friday then. It's Saturday, Sunday. What? It's frat. That's a tune, that, by the way. Absolute bangers. Absolute bangers. If you're in the chat, please do feel free to get involved. If you don't know who we are, I did just say it, but pretty fast. But my name is Graham. This is Bibi. We are Ice Cream Uppers in a true ice creamy fashion. This is The Scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast, if we do say so ourselves. We go live on twitch.tv forward slash Ice Cream Uppers each and every single weekday, bringing you The Scoop, which gives you the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories from the world of video games. But we will then give you our thoughts and impressions on those stories. We then want to hear your thoughts and impressions, and then your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. That's how this whole thing works. So please do feel free to get involved over the next hour or so. And it's important that you do, because we turn the live stream into a podcast. We are live on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads right now. Uh, but the video gets turned into a... Uh, Oh, but we turn that into a video, I should have said. There we go, nice. Uh, on YouTube and to an audio podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So in the chat, please do feel free to get involved on behalf of everyone that watches this stream on demand. And there's a lot of them. There is a fucking lot of them. God, they're all there the is. people. Do you know what? Do you know what? I, do, I think Bibby knows how many there is. How many is the Bib? Ah, scrambling. It's scrambling. I'll tell you in five, four, <laughs> three, two, one. 580, including this. Oh, five, yeah, I was asking how many people, <laughs> but, but okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you said how many episodes. I apologize. But yeah, it's over 130,000. It's probably tipping towards 140 now, if I'm being honest. See, that's that's good. 580, though. I didn't know that. We're approaching 600 episodes of The Scoop. <laughs> it doesn't seem like five seconds ago that we hit 500 episodes of The Scoop. And we've had to like miss off a bunch of episodes in that time. We had a full week off last week or the week before. Um, so... So, damn. Yeah. It still doesn't feel long ago since we launched the podcast, but here we are. Like, it's, it's in no time at all, it's going to be a case of there will be enough episodes for people to sit and listen to The Scoop every day of the uh, the year for two full years. And, it'll, <laughs> yeah. and it will still uh, feel like it's only five minutes since we actually started doing it, since we filmed the pilot yeah. in the studio. God damn. Um, so yes, if you're in the chat, please do feel free to get involved. Uh, as mentioned, we are live on Twitch, so if you do get involved, nice. Because, you know, you influence the content on Twitch, but also on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, YouTube, all of the places. So please do feel free to get involved. Before we go any further... We need to see a um, little bit of, well, the talking points that we have, obviously, as we always do at the start of every stream, is the fact that we have the loot drop. One person every month gets a free prize from us just for being a sub to the channel. Out of all of the subs, one subscriber gets a prize. And this month it was Chaos, who has his hat. He chose a flat peak hat. It arrived today um, and he posted a picture in the Discord. As I say that as well, I see Vivalanco is in, in the chat as well. So Viv has put excellent uh, uh, hashtag hats. I saw his hat arrived uh, as well. And and he's also put a picture in the Discord. So all the <laughs> hat things. Um, did you, you, got, you got a flat as well, right, Viv? Both, both got flats because they are elite people. Absolute travesty. 
Absolutely. To be fair, all 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 curved peak hats all start flat, so it's just an evolu it's it's just an evolution. But also, oh, so we're we're more evolved than you. Ah, okay, I get you now. Pre potentially, <laughs> yeah, but you could also say deformed. So, uh, no, you couldn't. De evolved is better. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hashtag hat game. Picking and choosing. Yeah. Yeah. Cherry picking air uh, I see I see what you did there, babe, actually, but that doesn't suit the narrative that I'm trying to pedal. <laughs> so if you could just stick with the one that I said, thank you very much. Oh. Uh, <laughs> By order of the flat cap wankers. Oh wait. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. The bleaky pinders. There you go. Have that. Ooh, yeah. Anyway, uh, as well as that, uh, the loot drop. We also have um a big, big shout out for exclamation mark Astro because because if you jump into Bibby's screen. I mean, you, look, look, look at my stream. You see all this stuff behind me there? And then we jump into Biggie, uh, Biggie's stream? Yeah, Big Air. Let's go into Big Air. <laughs> oh, oh, you can't see because almost invisible me's there. Ooh. I, look like, I actually look like I'm sat in the A10 box. <laughs> look at me. <laughs> just sat in a box of Astro A10s. <laughs> so something very deeply depressing happened this morning, Graham, and it wasn't me just actually waking up again. But... I turned my light off, my Batman light, like two days ago, and I can't get it to come back on again now. I've unplugged it. I've plugged it back in. I've unplugged it from the mains rather than from the um, extension lead, and I still can't get it to come on. So it could be that I have to Dead take battery. it off the wall and try it in a different plug in the house. Dead battery. Yeah, well, yeah. See that? Oh, see kinda. the red light? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's not that. I've mm. actually got two remotes, and neither of them, they both work. None of them seem to be working on that, which is deeply depressing. For those in the chat that are wondering why Bibby has two remotes, it's one for each Lambo, just in case you were wondering. So Absolutely. If, he, if he's if he's in like his other Lambo and he realizes, oh shit, I've left the bat signal on, he, he can just boop, get, get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, exclamation mark Astro, we are Astro Partners. We can get you some discount and you can support us by using our code and our link. As well as that, there's a bunch of other stuff that you can use. Uh, insert coin stuff, GT Omega stuff. Do you know what? Even some Lego bits as well. Um, although, I... oh, oh, oh. Baby's... Just pointing to the insert coin stuff. Uh, I thought, I thought, <laughs> I was like, what's, what's he doing? I can't quite see what I'm looking at uh, here. So I'm just, <laughs> I'm just assuming that whatever's on the screen, you can see behind me. Um, but I yeah, thought, I thought we were just having a, having a gander at the uh, Resident Evil Three and Resident Evil Two posters. I was like, yeah, they're pretty nice, then. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not this time. Not this time. Uh, let me see. Is Bibby in the studio? He is in the studio, and now he's not. He's back at home again. Let's go. Um, okay, we are here to talk you through the biggest, the best, the breaking stories for the last twenty four hours or so from video games. If you haven't been here before. We will go through the stories. We'll give you a quick rundown of what we're going to talk through the day. Um, and then, yeah, obviously you can choose to stick around or bugger off. We don't care. We do care. Please stick around. Don't know. It's fine. Um, but the stories that we have, uh, some big ones, actually. That's what she said. Uh, Tom Ivan at VGC has the first story. It says, Bethesda has officially delayed Starfield and Redfall to 2023. Big, big games. And almost exclusively the entire release i say almost exclusively it could be everything that bethesda is planning to release between now and the end of the year has been pushed back there is nothing else i don't i mean feel free to correct me if i'm wrong but if not uh, if i'm not that means bethesda will have no games coming out this year and just move them back to next year that is shocking behavior and absolutely something that they should not be doing is what 
people would say if they've got very very short memories because Bethesda did exactly that with Fallout 76 and and and, and yeah paid for that for a long period of time so they've mm-hmm. pushed games back we'll go through that first elsewhere do you know what not quite as far as into next year but it is into next year but we have a confirmed right at the start of next year Dead Space's remake's release date uh, has been confirmed and that will be out in January so expect after you've had all your joyful Christmas stuff, you know, we've, we've played Fortnite with lightsabers at Christmas, which is not going to happen because obviously we've just had them. <laughs> but still, you got through all your Christmas stuff. You've devoured cakes and all other alternative meals, uh, turkeys and all the rest. You know, you're feeling festive. We can get in space, mm-hmm. get the shit out of ourselves and, uh, yeah, have good times. Nice. Uh, after that, Criterion and Codemasters have merged their studios to work on a new Need for Speed game. And then two stories that we've shelved from earlier on in the week. We'll talk about Ubisoft uh, having everything it needs to remain independent. The day before being delayed, uh, so it should now be called the, the day after, really, I suppose. <laughs> um, the year later. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the day before what? Uh, and then finally, we'll wrap things up with a little bit of a recap of what is free right now on the Epic Games Store. Lovely, lovely. Haven't they got another Skyrim release this year? Oh, yeah, I forgot about the six of those. There's six more of those. Um, I mean, you find an electronic device that doesn't have a Skyrim uh, mod slash release for it. That is coming out this year. And then find another Absolutely. one that's, that's, that's later this year. Uh, but for now, no Skyrim. We will keep the conversation about Bethesda, though, uh, as we jump in to our first story. This one on your screen now, written by Tom Ivan at VGC. Bethesda has officially delayed Starfield and Redfall to 2023 the games will now be released in the first half of next year um jumping into the body then bethesda has officially delayed the release of both starfield and redfall from this year to 2023 in a statement published on thursday the xbox owned publisher said it needed more time to develop the games quote we've made the decision today uh, to delay the launches of Redfall and Starfield to the first half of 2023, it said. The teams at Arcane Austin, in brackets Redfall, and Bethesda Game Studios, Starfield, uh, have incredible an- ambitions for their games, and we want to ensure that you receive the best, most polished versions of them. We want to thank everyone for their excitement for Redfall and Starfield. The energy is uh, That energy is a huge part of what inspires all of us every day and drives our own excitement for what we are creating, it added. We can't wait to share our first deep dive into the gameplay for both Redfall and Starfield soon. Uh, both games are likely to feature during Microsoft's E3-style Xbox and Bethesda uh, Games Showcase event on June the 12th. I, no way I'm calling E3-style showcases. It's just E3. It, it, it yeah. is what it is. I know it's not, but it is. It, same, same, but different, but still same. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Starfield appeared during, uh, appeared during last year's Xbox and Bethesda Showcase, marking the first time it had been shown uh, since its announcement in 2018. We can stop there. We know. We've seen bits in Starfield. If you haven't, you can check it all up. If you've not seen the Redfall bits, you can check that stuff too uh it's it's basically vampire um what was it what, what did we say it looked like it was it was vampires but almost fortnite sort of vibes and maybe overwatchy kind of stuff too it, yeah look but look decent look decent but either way yeah. two massive releases um that may have if not top and tailed Xbox's last conference, they've definitely topped and or tailed conferences over the last couple of years. So these are conference leading or closing caliber games, both of which are now not coming out until the first half of next year. What are your thoughts, babe? 
It's that old word again, isn't it, Graham, that always gets thrown around now about the polish. Obviously, the need to try and make this be as glamorous as possible when it comes out because you don't want a repeat um, of Fallout. Uh, I mean, not that they are in any way comparable, but just trying to avoid launches like that is obviously in Bethesda's best interest. Um, it's a shame because I'm, I'm actually super looking forward to playing Redfall more uh, more so than, the, the, than anything else. Uh, it was... One of those games where it definitely is a baby game all over, but it's one of those ones that you want to be able to have that co-op experience with and be extremely happy and in the moment and feeling the atmosphere and everything else. And having the voice actors like Rahul Kohli in there as well was... It's a big win for me, um, but Starfield as well. Obviously, that's a game that everyone's been looking forward to. To a small degree myself, I'm not super, super looking forward to it, but I'm ha I was happy to see what the game looked like and then potentially pick it up later down the line. But Redfall is the, the most disappointing one for me. But again, we're in, a, we're in a period of time now where games have come out and they haven't been up to standard. They've obviously ended up losing a lot of money um, and having extremely bad press for it. So it doesn't surprise me nowadays that games are being pushed back and pushed back. Um, with just using the word, we just want to polish it, uh, rather than giving a full ex full explanation as to why it is that they're going to be delaying it. We again, polish could be anything. It could mean that they're just upscaling the assets, they're moving over to well, potentially not moving over to a different engine. But it, it's an all-encompassing word um, for details that they don't want to reveal, and it, it does annoy me a little bit because it. it it's almost a little bit transparent because they use it for everything and we genuinely don't know the reason why. Not that they always that reasoning as to why they're delaying it. I think um, they don't. They technically don't always anything. It's, it's um, a fancier way of saying just because we're yeah. delaying the game. Why? Just because. Yeah, oh, okay. it's, it's a shame that you get support Reasons. under that umbrella all the time. But it's just the way that the, the world is when it comes to video games now. I'm glad that they're putting it back and they're not releasing it as a shit show. Um, but... I suppose we're going to have to do nothing but wait. But first half of 2023, it's not even, they've not even listed a quarter. So it could be anything up until June, July time next year, which is a long old time in video games. Yeah. Do you know, I'm going to rejig the order of, of uh, the articles and I'm going to jump into um, one that was an article that we should have been looking at earlier on in the week, just because you mentioned that they've not actually mentioned the date when that is coming out, uh, even though it's been delayed. Um, well, not everyone does that. This one is a game that we are hugely excited about. Um, we've mentioned it many, many times before. Uh, this is written by Andy Chalk at PC Gamer. It says, Steam's most wishlisted game is delayed by nearly a year. The day before, which is a mix, excuse me, of DayZ, The Last of Us, and The Division, is moving to Unreal Engine 5. See, Stop him for a second. See, this is this is the only thing I would say is I like I don't I don't like things being delayed, but transparency is good. Uh, so we already have a reason now for a delay. Uh, okay, that's good, and it's been delayed until when so we'll keep wait do, do we do we have that information let's keep reading so the day before struck us as part daisy a smidge of the last of us and a bit of the division thrown in for good measure end quote uh, when we got our first good look at it back in 2021 the open world mmo survival game with zombies 
clearly wasn't the most original concept ever, but the games it inspired, uh, it's inspired by are pretty good, and it's been developed by the team that developed The Wild 8, the game that lets you eat your own dead body to survive in a pinch. <laughs> nice. Uh, in my book, uh, that makes The Day Before worth a second look all on its own. Interest in The Day Before is clearly high. It's number one on Steam's top wishlist chart. Unfortunately, uh, we're going to have to wait longer than expected to find out if it's any good. Uh, in a bit of good good news, bad news, developer Fantas- uh, Fantastic told IGN that it's switching to UE5, but that means it's going to be delayed by nearly a year past its intended date. Quote, Feeling and understanding the great responsibility that we face, with enormous gratitude in our hearts, we're pleased to announce that the day before is switching to the new Unreal Engine 5 technology. Uh, the studio said the transition to a more advanced and adapted open worlds engine will make the gameplay of the day before even more fantastic in this regard we inform you that the new release date of the game will be march the 1st 2023 uh, the day before looks pretty good in the release date trailer from last year's uh from uh last year that's embedded above and which obviously is no longer relevant as far as the whole release date things goes but the shift to ue5 could pay real dividends we noted in our look at the new engine last month that it offers a number of features specific to open world games one uh, called world partition handles on the fly loading and unloading of open worlds as players move through them while another data layers enables developers to create different variations of the same world such as daytime and nighttime versions or intact and broken geometry as layers that exist in the same space uh, fantastic isn't the only studio though. Do you know what? we don't need to talk, talk about other studios we can stop there basically a little bit of a contrast now so we have two articles two uh articles focusing on delays bethesda starfield and redfall have been uh, delayed until next year the day before has been delayed till next year one is just because the other one has we're moving to unreal engine 5 and gives you a day and date we've got march 1st 2023 release boom that's that's the thing that's that's what i like that's what i like what i will say is i don't did we ever have a release date for starfield i don't think we did and i don't think we did for redfall uh so maybe that's the difference the fact that starfield and redfall didn't actually have release dates i could be wrong do feel free to uh, correct me if i am wrong so they've it gone was meant for... to be this year though yeah i just feel like with because they haven't gone june 1st this year to june 1st next year they've just gone this year okay to next year whereas the day before did have a release date so they've gone hard and flat from one release date to another so it's essentially keeping parity redfall and starfield didn't have dates but they had windows so they've gone from one window Mm -hmm. to another um that said i still like the fact that we have a specific reason in there that said if the reason is just we've spoken about it before the fact that having your game delayed because your team hasn't been able to develop with uh, the pandemic as well as you'd like them to is not a bad thing but people inevitably will be tired of hearing that sort of stuff people don't have patience when it's something that they want to enjoy people can be absolute asses so if you go okay yeah this game's not coming out because the pandemic interfered a lot of people be like yeah but that was two years ago when that started it's like you do realize that games aren't just made in 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 12 months you know right this is a long Mm -hmm. period of time but so it could just be a case of it's it's that um it could just be a case of do you know what this game we wanted to make as good as it is and we didn't realize that to make it as good as it is 
we need more time because it's going to be fucking shit hot. Just put that in your press release. That, I mean, to be fair, it's going to be an absolute banger. So we yeah. put it back a little bit to make sure it pops. Oh, nice. Yes, yeah, we let's have a little bit of that. Um, but yeah, it's 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 fine. It's fine. Same, same, but but same. It is but same. Uh, so the day before. Um, Mix of Daisy, Last of Us Division has been delayed to next year. That follows on from um, Bethesda delaying Starfield and Redfall. Same sentiments from you or, or, or anything else you want to add, babe? Yeah, I mean, uh, as gamers, obviously, we, we, we're very easy and quick to criticise. Um, I, I especially, because I hate using, I hate the word being thrown around polished, as I've just explained. The reason why, because it's always very vague and you don't necessarily know the reason for that is it because they haven't got enough marketing budget to be able to put the game out on any platforms and they can't promote their own tweets or anything or is it just because the game's not ready for them like people can draw their own conclusions but do you think that we deserve the transparency as gamers do you do you think that it we should be told the reason why or do you reckon it should just be because, I mean, it, it would get rid of the speculation as to why it's potentially going to be put back. But do you think that we actually deserve to know the reason why? Uh, this, this, my gut reaction is yes, I do. And the reason I say that is because if a film's put back, a film's put back. Okay, it's just coming back uh, to from July to, to September, November, December, whatever. Um, and that... He, I don't mind that as much because... A film is passive. You sit there and you're not involved with it. Whereas video game companies have have understood that that video games are an active medium. You get involved with the games. You follow their social channels. You you watch and you get drops and and things on on their marketing. You buy into stuff and get pre-orders. That's my Slack, by the way. So I'm going to kill that now. If stop triggering anyone else that has Slack open, uh, <laughs> it's me. It's gone. Bye. Um. So I feel like when it comes to video games, you can't have your cake and eat it. It's like we want you to be fully engaged with us and our games and our brands mm-hmm. at all time, but we don't want to be fully engaged with you. So I I like transparency, and, and some brands are really transparent. Uh, like like I know we talk about it a lot recently. We kind of gave up on it for a long time, but Fortnite, um, super transparent with what they're doing, or at least... It seems that way, and that's that's the key thing. Is you don't necessarily have to be entirely transparent. You just have to keep people in the loop, or at least make them feel like they're in the loop. Um, and that and that's the thing with Starfield. It was it was 2018 when that was first announced. That's four years ago. Plus, it's got another year on the end of that. We went for years without finding out anything of that uh, about that, and like you end up with where State of Decay is right now. We played State of Decay last year for and year before or whenever it was for mm-hmm. for a good chunk because it's a badass game. It's fucking amazing and I can't wait for the next yeah. one. But then you end up having conversations like we had the other day. Yeah, what happened to that? Where is it? Mm-hmm. What what is? And turns out the reason that disappeared was because there's all sorts of issues and there's things going on in the studios. So more often than not, people assume lack of news as bad news. So I just feel like just giving a little bit of information, just 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 enough. Is is what it should yeah. be. So, but that, yeah, uh, they have, I suppose, done that to an extent. If you if you read that, um, the teams uh, want to ensure you that they're getting you the best, most polished version of the game. Okay, what what wouldn't have been polished? Is my <laughs> is my question there? Okay, we've we've realised that the the engine that we're working on takes a little bit more time to 
render the environments or whatever. I don't know. That, that's where I'd want to know that information. Mm. But um, yeah. But then again, I'm I'm in the top ten percent, as we've said it before. The people in this stream are in the top ten percent of dedicated, committed gamers, not just mainstream gamers that I pick up and play. A lot of people mm. will just get the. I'm not asked about why it's delayed. Just tell me what it, what, if it is and when it's coming out. So mm. yeah, maybe we're the exception to the cause. God damn it! Um, God damn it! Uh, haven't uh, Skyrim for the e fridge? Fuck me! I just googled and they've actually got it running on a fridge. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's where our memes come from. We were like Skyrim on a calculator, an old Casio watch. Yeah, let's go. But do we do? Do we play on a calculator? God damn! Um, that face looks like uh, Bibby when he hears about more Skyrim editions. Which face? <laughs> <laughs> this face constantly. <laughs> um, I am so down for that game. Day before, yes, yes, it looks it looks incredible. Genuinely. It's. I'm not going to say it's going to be the best game ever because it could 100% be one of those. Aha! You believe the hype, and it turned out it was dog shit yeah. games. It could be. It could be because we haven't really seen anything. We've seen, mm. we've seen moving images, trailers. We don't know if someone's playing that live. If it's been shot in rendered mm. engines. If it's multiple scenes that have been cut together, and 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 so on. If it's the final version of it, or or what. So. But what they are preaching is incredible. It, it sounds amazing. What what they are preaching and what we've seen on like this, there's been two different trailers. I, I believe there was one that was in the city center, and then there was one where they drove out through mud, uh, and they were showing you like how the different ground can impact on your vehicles. And they were at a petrol station, and they went pulled up to a house, and police cars came, and other pe people came, yeah. and there's an underground bunker, and there was all sorts of stuff going, and it just sounds ridiculous. Yeah. Um. So, but in a good way. So, so hopefully it's phenomenal. Uh, it just shows you already though. Um, we've not finished uh covering what games are coming out next year. Just as the part, start of the show, we do have another story to jump into, which we'll do in just a second. But already for next year, we are looking at um Redfall, Starfield, and the day before. Already next year. It's not a bad list, is it? Really. Let's be honest. And then the, we, what we, we had the other day, there's like four or five EA releases, including four more on Skyrim, on the Casio wristwatch. Yeah, good good point, Biff. Nice. Um, so there's all those, plus there's four more EA games and stuff coming. And then there's multiple Star Wars games, Indiana Jonesy sort of stuff as well. Woo! <laughs> I mean, God damn. Yeah. I know it, it, it's been said pretty much every year for the past few years that the this year next year whatever year could be oh a big game a big year for games and then some get delayed and so on but next year yeah like baby said god damn um ice man how you doing dude q many people using a certain shigeru miyamoto court that was said at the time before post-launch updates and improvement what the um the one of like that was basically you only get one chance at a first impression uh that yeah. one that one um the best auto cannibalism can look <laughs> on Unreal Engine 5. <laughs> you want to eat yourself? Nice. UE5 makes it look fucking shit hot. Uh, another problem with polish, it doesn't stop a turd being a turd. Exactly. That's the thing. Yeah, you can polish and polish and polish, but if you're giving me a big steaming pile of shit and I had to wait even longer for it, then that's. It's worse. No. Oh. Uh, Welsh Dragons, welcome in. Uh, your lads, can I ask a question? What are you expecting, if anything? from season two of eFootball. Uh, I actually don't really know. I don't really know what are in the seasons, so... Is it, uh, what, are you, uh, what are you expecting? As in, like, 
things that are going to be realistic or things that we actually want in terms of like game uh, uh, game not game modes but i just mean like um <clears throat> events and stuff like just more events <clears throat> That's all I want. Just I know be able to get the, the opportunity to get more. I absolutely know things. what I'm expecting. I'm expecting me to miss out on every Kylian Mbappe that comes along in the uh, featured players agents every week, 100%, just like I did this fucking week. And I'm... That's what I'm expecting. That's what I'm expecting. It's fine. Yeah. Um... Well, yeah, just more events. If, uh, that's that's all I want. I want the, the opportunity to be able to, like the. Um... The J League one, where you got to play as whatever J League team against other J League teams, not just necessarily always playing with my dream team, just the option to be able to play with lesser teams or different teams and then playing against each other to accrue more GP and things like that. That's what I want. I want it to not just be about going into divisions. I want the whole kit and caboodle. I want to be able to experience the entire world of football rather than it just being limited to 11 random players on a pitch that are either super souped up um, in various formations are playing with like I said the A League players or the J League players or whichever ones just be able to give it a bit more of a contrast that's what I'm uh, that's what I'm looking forward to yeah see I'm I'm I find it hard to quite say from my personal perspective because I've always been an offline player um, I know mm -hmm. it's old school and it's not the modern game um, but I find it hard to focus on the content and things there because my content angles are always Master League, become a legend and things yeah. like that. So that's it's hard for me to focus on the content. Beyond that, just playing a game is enough for me. So someone like Baby's Input is much, much more useful for you on that question there. When it comes to... See, I even call it my club, Dream Team. There we go. Uh, when it comes to Dream Team, <laughs> I, I have a Dream Team. It's, it's pretty well stacked. Uh, I've just signed... Klopp as my manager because you know playing counter attack that's good and and I've got some I have got some decent players I've managed to uh, full on got the United uh, uh, bug that I needed because I've signed Sancho Ronaldo and Bruno one of United player from each of the uh, agents and I'm 100 percent getting Rafael Varane when he comes out on Monday as well God damn uh, yeah. but uh, yeah yeah that's that's after that I'll, I'll sign the players I'll play a few versus AI games kind of thingy and then uh, not Maguire I. I don't think so. Because he's not in it though, is he? I was I actually haven't seen it in game. I saw I saw some that Sep was sharing. So it might have not even been real to be fair. Um I didn't actually look at that much. It was just one of Sep's tweets and it was like the featured players that are coming on Monday or something and I saw Varam was in there. If Maguire's in there, then I'll stick with Carlos Puyol, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Although I've got Marquinhos and he's fucking badass. He's an absolute baller. Uh, Marquinhos, if anyone if anyone has a chunk of money and wants to spend on a defender, is about 300k GP. Marquinhos, you will, you will not regret it. Do it. Um, okay, continuing talking about games that are coming out next year. So we have Redfall. We have Starfield. We have The Day Before. All absolute bangers. Tell you what, we don't have a game that's going to make you shit your pants. Uh, Shit well, my pants. I suppose the day before, you know, zombies and that darkness probably could do, but not like this. Jordan Midler at VGC says Dead Space Remakes release date has been confirmed for January. The game is, quote, making great progress. I shit my pants. <laughs> I shit my pants. The game is making great progress according to Motive. So the Dead Space Remakes release date has been announced. The sci-fi horror game will release for PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and PC on January 27th. 2023. Uh, in a statement, Philip Ducham, Dutch Army, I don't know how you pronounce that, Ducharme, 
Good old Philippe says, senior producer of Dead Space said, quote, uh, developing this remake has been a lot of fun for us at Motive, as we're true fans of the franchise and want to treat it with the respect it deserves. Um, it's been equally exciting to see players' reactions as we're taking them on this development journey with us. Um, oh, fuck it. They've gone with his surname rather than his first name now. We say, well, do you know what? I'm going to go full on. He's full on French. He might not be French, but he's now Felipe Ducharme. That's his name. Ducharme also said that the game is making great progress on our road to hitting Alpha, and we're happy to announce that the game will be launching in January next year. The original Dead Space follows Isaac, uh, Isaac Clark, an everyman engineer, on a routine mission to fix a gigantic mining starship, the USG Ishimura. But aboard the Ishimura, a living nightmare awaits. The ship's crew has been slaughtered and infected, and Isaac's girlfriend, Nicole is missing somewhere on board. Um, we'll leave it there. We will leave it there. Uh, I am going to jump back through the comments because I did miss a few. Um, Unreal Engine VR with haptic feedback. Feel thyself eating thyself. <laughs> <Says Viv. laughs> just imagine if someone comes in, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just, just, just nibbling a bit of my shoulder off. <laughs> uh uh, not Jones? I don't think so. Mon Dieu. Exactly. All right, mate. Yeah, mate. Uh, uh, Philip Ducame. There you go. Uh, Ducame. <laughs> so Dead Space, re- uh, Dead Space, Dead Space remake. Um, do you know? What? I'm playing this. I will. I'm. I guarantee. I am playing this. However, I will step back because I want to watch Bibby play this on stream so I can turn all of the uh, <laughs> all of the uh, donation noises and all of the bit noises up. St- Stupidly loud, so we can watch Absolutely. Bibby shit his pants. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very open to playing horror games on this channel, Graham. You should, uh, you know this. Everyone else should know this by now. So this is absolutely one that I'm going to be trying to get through in as few streams as possible. Uh, maybe two. I try to limit myself to like three streams, depending on how long the game is. Um, so hopefully two or three streams will get this completed. But yeah, I'm super looking forward to being able to play this again. It looks so good. It looks so good. It does, it does, it does. If anyone hasn't seen the Dead Space remake, um, we don't have tons of content for it yet, but even just the little bits that are there look great. So, I mean, like, this is not necessarily entertainment content as opposed to, like, more educational and entertainment content. So this is... uh, Look at how um, the teams have put the, the environments together to create Dead Space... Does it give you any actual movements? No, is it still all static? Anything that moves. There you go, there you go. So this um, development footage not represented final version, but it still looks good. It still looks good. Yeah. That, a little bit darker, with a... Blah, fucking... I shit my pants. Yeah. So yeah, do feel free to join us on Twitch as Bibby will actually follow through for your view absolutely pleasure. hopefully because the original one i did anyway i actually played through the original one not that long ago because it was on game pass um so it's kind of fresh in my mind as well so yeah i'm super looking forward to getting back into this again oh my god it's gonna be great oh my god. The atmosphere in space no one can hear you screaming space <laughs> no but we can hear fucking you me streaming in, uh, in newton i'm <laughs> telling you now we were talking about that the other day when we were on on wednesday talking about the uh the the visage stream where um 
you're a dickhead. <laughs> oh, yeah, Samantha going full full mank. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> Fantastic piece of content. Oh, That's one of my favourite clips. Wonder, wonderful, wonderful. Um, feel the texture of the flesh of your of your shoulder as it enters your mouth. To be fair, PlayStation would be all over that using the haptics. You get, do you know if you if you if if you pull back on the trigger, it's like biting a bit of flesh off your shoulder and pulling it, and then you can feel it getting harder. You, you know, fuck off, PlayStation. It's a controller trigger. Leave it alone. Do you know what, we're going to leave that alone. We're going to jump into something a little bit different. So the show entirely and accidentally so far has been about games for next year. Well, do you know what? This will probably lead to games for next year, but it's interesting news that's happening right now. Izzy van der Velde at The Gamer has this article. It says, Criterion and Codemasters merge studios to work on a new Need for Speed game. So two iconic British studios will now work on the series together. So Codemasters announced this morning, uh, which was yesterday, that its Cheshire, uh, Cheshire studio would be merging with the Criterion development team to create the future of Need for Speed. These two racing game powerhouses will remain in their current separate locations, but will merge to become one Criterion studio with two location hubs. The Burnout and F1 developers pooling knowledge and talents. Uh, sound, uh, put, uh, the, the Burnout and F1 developers pooling knowledge and talent sounds like a great thing for the future of Need for Speed. Fortunately, GamesIndustry.biz has reported that this merge hasn't resulted in any redundancies, meaning these two iconic teams will be working together at full power for the foreseeable future. EA bought Codemasters last year for $1.2 billion, and the CEO and CFO of Codemasters left the studio just a few months later. At the time of the acquisition, EA stated that the purchase would allow it to launch new racing experiences annually. We haven't had a mainline Need for Speed game for almost three years now. Heat launched in 2019 and returned the series to what it became known for during the popular underground era, running from police and pimping out slick rides. It scored mark, uh, markedly higher in critical reviews than its predecessor Need for Speed Payback, and the series has been taken from developer Ghost Games and given to Criterion. Um, I'm going to keep going, uh, just because it gives you a little bit more uh, context. So Criterion was reportedly already working on an upcoming Need for Speed title, potentially set to launch this November, though no official word on it has been received yet. If the rumours are true, this new game uh, will leave the last-gen consoles in the rearview mirror and parallel park on the Xbox Series S, uh, it's Xbox Series and PS5 consoles. It's also said to feature photorealistic visuals and anime elements, whatever that means. Um <laughs> okay this is the bit that i wanted so i'm gonna read the next paragraph as well because this is something that came up in my mind when i first heard of this merger um this is interesting news for Codemasters, a studio that has built a name for itself making the F1 series of racing simulators. EA's CEO did originally state that the studio would retain its individuality, but it now appears only parts of it will. Codemasters Birmingham is still working on F1, at least. Okay, so we'll put a pin in it at that point in time. Um... Codemasters, picked up by EA last year for a, a big old chunk of money. Um was always going to do its own thing but uh but now it isn't because codemasters yeah. is no longer going to exist codemasters will be absorbed by criterion and changed into a different criterion hub what are your thoughts babe yeah it's it, when you when you're inheriting codemasters you're you're inheriting an experience of creating exceptional racing games I mean, the, the the days are long gone of them making LMA Manager and stuff like that. It's literally just seems to be racing games nowadays. So then working on Need for Speed seems like a pretty easy job for them, shall we say? Again, with all the wealth of experience, 
Need for Speed, though, is it? It was once the leading, the market leader when it comes to racing games. Does it still have that oomph to make it compete with the likes of Forza and Gran Turismo? And I don't know. Like people, people clamor for another underground. But are the days gone where with those games are going to be popular? Because I genuinely feel like that that era's that era's been and gone. It'll be a long time before we see it again. Uh, obviously, you got the crew from Ubisoft as well. I don't know if they're making a new one anytime soon. Midnight Club. <clears throat> Midnight Club. Yeah, that was about that was an absolute banger too. But th- um, these are games from a lost generation. I need to pause one critical point to you though, and that critical point is. I don't think there will be a day that we we talk about Need for Speed without mentioning that noise <laughs> somewhere. Obviously, it's, it's not even Need for Speed. It's a song that was that exists outside the game, but we mention mm-hmm. it when it's Need for Speed anyway. Um, yeah, I do. I do kind of believe that that games have moved on but i also believe there is a big place for them and the reason i say that is because yes forza exists yes gt exists but i'm not playing forza or gran turismo the most exciting one of the two for me is forza because of the 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 almost rpg-ish elements in there there's more story to it and that's what i like from my racing games i do feel like racing games can't just be oh you're in a car and you never actually see a guy get out of them. I know Need for Speed went that way in the past where you could get out of the cars and, it, and everyone was like, oh, Grand, uh, Need for Speed has gone Grand Theft Auto. EA are doing GTA. And that was spoken about five, six years ago, seven years ago, maybe whenever it was. And I can't remember what Need for Speed it was. And the reason I can't remember is because it was shh, not very good. <laughs> um, so I do feel there is a place for racing games. Um, Grand Theft Auto with its online races, proves that vastly enough. There are people that will just go into GTA to do that because racing is something they want to do, but it doesn't necessarily just need to be segregated anymore. So I feel like it, racing games need more attention to break out of that that pigeonholing of, oh, this is a car game, because it needs story. We need yeah. good, good facial uh, animation. We need like your L.A. Noir sort of like... Uh, getting out of your vehicle and exp- exploration stuff and having uh, back and forth discussions, but then also having the car stuff alongside that, having the customization, being able to put a neon ground kit on a on an absolute top of the range uh, Honda Civic or you know Vauxhall Nova, whatever you want, Vauxhall Nova, absolute big things. But yeah, still, um, yeah, definitely, there's definitely a space for racing games if racing games wants to. Hunt- change its space is 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 what i'm trying to say there is a place for racing racing games as they are but i don't think they will capture what they had 10 15 20 years ago definitely that that yeah. i mean even fast and the furious has realized you can't just make it be just about racing cars anymore you need to have fucking the longest runway in the world the rock uh fucking john cena and whoever else yeah. in it now because just having races is so 20 years ago, me, and that's that's I think that's the same thing applies to games. That said, well, yeah. oh, go on, continue. What do you see, I was, I was gonna say that there's a whole generation of people who wouldn't have played underground way back in the day, either one of them. So, it that that kind of 
way to customize because obviously you've got this in uh, Forza, Forza Horizon now, aren't you? You can go out and you can buy your car, you can do your car up, you can make it faster if you really want. But there was no... <laughs> Everything that's available in Forza Horizon eclipses what was available in Underground 2 and Underground 1. It's a million miles better than they were, but it was just a game that was kind of lost in the, the, lost in time as if it's just been resurrected from somewhere. But it's, it's a game that people will talk about. Like, I'll talk about it to my brother who's 15 years younger than me. But he, he will just be like, yeah, but why would I play that? Because I got Forza Horizon. Which is a, it's perfectly understandable and it's perfectly logical because it's so much better than those games were. But they were to, games of their time. But it's... <laughs> Is it, you either got your track or your free or your open world. There is storytelling to be told in racing games. It's just how do you tell those stories that I actually want to keep? Because there isn't that much of a story in Forza Horizon. Like it's pretty, pretty much. Oh, there's, go find some barns. Then inside the barn is a car. They'll do the car up for you. Be able to get it. Go and win some races. Like there isn't that much to it. There's no storyline behind it really. So. Is 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 that where this can potentially come in? Is this what a Need for Speed game is going to be like? Not like Driver. I just seen ads put it in the chat saying Driver. That was good. That blurred the lines between storytelling and driving a car and racing and getting away from the cops and stuff like that. But I, I, I don't know what the direction is, and I'm glad it's not my job because I don't think I would be able to come up with something that would cater to both crowds. Um, I think you can either do one or the other extremely well. It's just very difficult to find that middle ground because, again, Forza hasn't found it. Um, Gran Turismo is literally just track racing. Uh, Forza Motorsport is just track racing. So the crew is pretty good at it, if I'm being honest. The crew, the crew's storylines were okay. That's probably the best it's been done for a long time. Well, I feel like Sim is is not is not for me. If people just want the driving uh, to, to recreation, but in, in a digital world, then driving sims are where you need to be. Anything beyond that, I feel like if you release just a racing game these days, you are, you, you're releasing something that has been done, dusted, built on, and moved on. The genre of racing games has, has evolved to the point where there is two genres of racing games. Now you've got racing sim, or you've got something else that, ticks over into the racing style so um the, the key the key thing there though is that you said forza has some story in but doesn't also really have and that's the reason why that's probably the game that i would play the most but also is a game that i still haven't played <laughs> so yeah yeah got my attention but not enough to miss to, to me jump out of my way to, to get a console to pick it up and play kind of thing um so a a great need for speed i mean need for speed heat did get my attention um and and that was it just came out at a busy sort of time i remember seeing it at gamescom me and bibby uh, went and mooched around the stands i was like Ooh, okay this looks good yeah. brandon looks very icu anyway let's put it that way as well <laughs> and and then just having it. it's on a year play i have a year play uh i still haven't played it off that so i do want to play i am open to the idea of need for speed from nostalgia and everything but yeah for me it needs more of that story it's not going to be a sim it's called need for speed and it's built off of a history of uh little john and the east side boys uh and and neon ground kits um yeah 
gaming has moved on. As you mentioned, like those games back then, why would I go play that now when I could play Forza? Because back then, you, you probably your most in interesting racing mechanic was slipstreaming. If you if you're behind another car, you go a little bit faster. Whereas in yeah. this one, it's like you, like you, today you can yeah you can change fucking gear ratios and you, I don't know if you can in Forza. I'm just just giving examples and 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 the damage that your car takes and stuff will probably impact on how it drives. Whereas back then, your car didn't get damaged. You just bounced off stuff and <laughs> yeah. then kept going. <laughs> So yeah, there's definitely new. The new world offers so much more than the games offered back then. There is definitely a little bit of I won't I won't say rose tinting. I'd say neon ground kit tinted glasses. Uh, looking back, one hundred percent. But I need more from a, from a new racing game. That said, Criterion and Codemasters merging. That is a wealth of experience. That is exactly that. Codemasters um, bring you deep realism sim, hard to play games that are trying to be true to the the sport criterion do that as well but they also bring you the bells and whistles so if you get so, the knowledge of sim whereas you've also got the bells and whistles if you put those together then you've got the potential to make something phenomenal so if need for speed has all of the criterion pizzazz with some of the codemasters like efficiency then that that could be that could be something great and two iconic British studios working together. That's a, that's a big thing for the UK games industry as well. So nice, nice. Um, I think the world's moved on from burnout as well. Or like Ads has put in the chat, and I think other people have put it in as well. I think the world's moved on from from burnout because it was a very good. I don't want to even say novelty because it genuinely wasn't. It was the the spawned many many sequels. It was obviously a game that people super enjoyed, and I wasn't one of them. Um, I never really got into it that much to be able to, to give a full-on opinion of it but i think the world's gone out and moved over uh, moved on from the fact that ramming your car into other cars to try and get, claim money because if that was the case then obviously twisted metal's back on the table again which it was not long ago i don't know if they're still doing it again um and then things like destruction derby and yeah it, i think the world's moved on from burnout I, I think you've like graham said you've got two choices nowadays which is track and then um arcade i think they're the only two really that people are genuinely interested in there's not really that much of a middle ground because if there was like you said driver would be back on the table again yeah i think um, burnout works back then but now it's a gimmick okay you've got a car and you hit it and hit loads of other cars and you all ping off them and you all multiple flips and, and stuff but it it's like how does that fit into the bigger picture i oh, know that is the picture Ah, mm. all right. So that's it. Just just crashing into stuff then. And I, and don't get me wrong. I enjoy playing Burnout uh, back in the day. But but didn't Paradise just get remastered? Um, and that didn't necessarily move the needle as such. It was like, oh, that's cool. And it was gone again. And that shows that that it's it's a great game. But in today's environment, Burnout satisfies an itch, yeah. not necessarily all the itches um okay jump back up through the comments then um what have i missed says ads um yeah. bethesda's delayed starfield and redfall uh the day before has been delayed uh, until next year all of those are next year dead space remake is coming out in january and then we jumped onto this criterion and codemasters have merged studios to work on a new need for speed game the only thing i will add on that before i jump back through the comments as well is that that comment of i said it at the time when we covered this story, when the, the buyout was first happening, that Codemasters was going to keep its identity or whatever they were saying. They're going to keep their leadership. They're going to do their things. Um, then the uh, the CEO and the CFO have all disappeared and now it's losing its name and they're going to work with other studios on different games. And it's like, are they going to keep 
Are they keeping their identity? Because at the moment it doesn't look yeah. like he's keeping their identity very much. But but yeah, we'll see. As long as as long as Codemaster's identity remains in the actual games, then that's great. But if we start getting like F1 Ultimate Team, then that's a little bit different. So yeah. Um give me a new burnout and a new midnight club. Spike! I'll read. Sucks to be them. Sucks to be who? Um, I prefer the open style also, uh, like Need for Speed or Forza instead of GT. Me too, JMK. Me too. Because the passing of time is absolutely ridiculous for me, by the way. Was it last weekend that you got married? Hey, hey. Or is, or is it this week? Because I swear it was last week. And if it was last week, what are you doing in the chat? You should be somewhere like asleep on a beach god damn but we appreciate you dropping in hey um spike says never understand why gta 5 haven't done a proper racing scene dlc that is based on competitive online racing and you win things for uh, for winning certain races etc because some people love gta 5 purely for the racing side of it see i i, I think there's, there's the reasoning for that is gta's success comes from the fact that it doesn't segment things um and i think I think like splitting things off into having like racing DLC will then start take to people uh, start to take people out of the main game and put it into other uh, other areas. I think that's probably where it is. They're probably thinking, "Don't upset the apple cart. Everyone's in here. Everyone's doing races. Everyone's spending a shitload of money anyway." Um, yeah. So yeah, well, why would we do a separate DLC thing when people are spending money? So it's probably it's probably that sort of thing, keeping everyone in the same pot rather than going, if you want to play GTA, but race over here. If you want to play GTA, but whatever over here. I think that's probably it. Um, the problem is that no racing games really push the originality. Like, Wreckfest is an amazing game, but it needs more something original and inspiring. I think, is Wreckfest the one that, I mean, and nobody's going to know this because nobody has PS Now, but is, is Wreckfest the one that's on PS Now? <laughs> because I, <laughs> if it is, I played that at Pixel Bar. And it was, it was okay, but it was like a crap Destruction Derby yeah, in terms of, like, it wasn't crap, but Destruction Derby I enjoyed... 25 years ago and this is 25 yeah. years later and i don't feel like like you've said originality was it that, yeah lack of originality nothing's really pushing the envelope if that is that game um burnout's the best wrestling game paradise was just shy <laughs> uh, sucks to be the people who never played underground exactly exactly if you didn't live underground is that is that's what you meant right if you if you've never played underground no no, okay. Oh, the game. Ah, I get now. Um, yep. Married last Saturday on honeymoon now. Just chilling. Ooh, where are hey. you? Where are you? Give us the details. Give us the details. Congratulations again, by the way, dude. Um, it may be. Uh, I liked it based on the fact it was just fun racing and deliberate damage. Yeah, it was. It was the same sort of thing. I enjoyed it. Um, but it was. It was the one game that I played. It was like questionable ai the ai seemed to be really good until i got into like the late game and because i was playing it in like pixel bar it there was no like it wasn't me and a bunch of mates playing it or playing online or whatever it was just me versus ai and like battle royale but with cars and yeah. when they're all there they're all smashing into each other it's pretty frantic but when you get down to like the final three the, you could see the ai was a bit like oh we've got a few set motions and after that we don't fucking know <laughs> so I, I ended up winning because it was me and one other car and the other car kept trying to drive at me so i just kept going behind another car and it kept crashing into that car trying to get me and it took itself out like, there you go winner winner Disappointing dinner. Let's go. Uh, mini moon in Galway in Ireland. Uh, going abroad in August. Thanks. Nice. Nice. Oof. Enjoy. Enjoy. It's your fault. Get some friends. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> Do better next time. 
the irony is that he's telling me to uh, to be my uh, get my friends, but he's sat here watching me on the internet. <laughs> okay, move ahead, move ahead. Uh, penultimate story. This is another one that we moved back from earlier on in the week, and this is about Ubisoft. Um, there we go on screen. Tom Ivan at VGC says Ubisoft CEO says the company has everything it needs to remain independent, but he reiterates that the board will consider any offers uh, in the interest of shareholders. So Ubisoft CEO Yves Guillemot, uh has commented, that's how you pronounce it by the way, has commented on recent speculation that the company could be the subject of a takeover bid. The French publisher, which has delayed a significant number of product launches in the last few years and whose reputation has been tarnished by a workplace misconduct scandal, has become the subject of much speculation in recent months amid a growing trend of consolidation in the games industry. Last month, it was reported that the company behind the Rainbow Six and Far Cry series was attracting takeover interest from several private equity firms, including Blackstone Inc. and KKR and Co. Yeah, no, both those two. Yeah, yeah, completely on board with who they are. No idea. Um, and last week it was claimed that Ubisoft's founding Guillermo Fal- uh, family was considering teaming up with a private equity firm to acquire the company. Um, there has been a lot of talk around consol- uh, quotes, actually, by the way. There has been a lot of talk around consolidation in the industry and in Ubisoft in particular. CEO Guillermo said during the company's full year earnings call on Wednesday, transcribed by VGC. Our overall position is clear and well known. At- As we said last February, we have everything we need to remain independent. We have the talent, the industrial and financial scale and a large portfolio of powerful IPs to create massive value in the coming years. It has provided us with the plan to build strategic partnerships with the biggest players in entertainment and tech. The current speculation is putting in plain sight the real appeal and value of our assets and of our value uh, of our value creation potential. As mentioned before, as a public listed company, it is best practice for our board to review any offer in the interest of all shareholders and of our great teams. End quote. Gumo said he wouldn't be making any further on, uh, comment on the subject during the remainder of the call. Uh, I'm going to keep reading because I want to read what this bit says. There. So M&A activity, actually, you know, it's in the games that it merges and uh, acquisitions. It's fine. We don't need to know about others being bought because shitloads of people have been bought, which led shitloads of other people leading to conversations about Ubisoft being bought. Well, if Activision can get bought and they make big games, then there's Ubisoft that make big games, but just not as many or not as much and stuff. So surely if Activision can be bought, then Ubisoft could be bought, right? Right? Well, Ubisoft says no. What are your thoughts, Bim? It's weird, isn't it, that the norm now is for all these video game companies to be bought out and be owned by somebody else. And I like the fact that they genuinely want to stay as independent as possible without anybody coming in and trying to change anything. I don't think Ubisoft needs to change anything at this moment in time. Forget forget about all the stuff that's that's going on there. I mean, it's strictly for the games and the the employees uh, not being let go and being made redundant. The games and the IPs that they have got are successful. Um, I was going to say middling um, with uh, with obviously like Far Cry and the Division and stuff like that. Obviously, they haven't been received that well in the public eye for the, the last couple of years but things like Assassin's Creed which has just gone on uh, <laughs> brought someone into the franchise that hasn't played one since the first one who didn't particularly rate it then but absolutely adored 
um, the the latest one. Yeah. See, the thing is, though, you 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 say that the latest one's good, and all I hear from Spike is that Valhalla is dog shit. <laughs> yeah, he has not played it for three hundred hours at all. Um, but yeah, they've got they've they've got a lot of stuff going on there that is obviously not great for people who are working there, and obviously internally their relationships and the way that they treat their employees needs to change. But for the most part, when it comes down to strictly separating the employees from the games, the the, the stuff that they've got going on game wise is on the up. So they obviously want to stay as independent as possible, so that nothing comes in and changes anything dramatically. So I'm I'm happy with that sense. Obviously, I'm I'm still of the the sense that internally they need to restructure the way that they obviously look after their employees because sometimes it can well from more often than not it seems to be in the news for all the wrong reasons. Um, but I'm glad that they're staying independent. Everyone doesn't need to be bought out by someone for them to be able to survive, and I'm glad that the company is thriving monetarily um and the games that they're putting out which is obviously good news for the employees because it means that they won't be let go or made redundant anytime soon yeah i am um, i mean it's, it's, it's a weird one it's a weird one um well actually before i answer uh i may have got dlc for ragnarok and 100 of that recently <laughs> so spike <laughs> told you yeah he hates it absolutely he can't, can't can't get anywhere near it the lad honestly uh <laughs> tito says i don't have time for freds now ubisoft released the first real content for the division 2 yesterday uh the new weapons and gear is visually broken and the new mode they've added errors out with an infinite loading screen on completion so you don't get rewards company has massively declined they're shite <laughs> also worth noting this was delayed for six months nice uh vivalanco buys tito out <laughs> yeah. uh, do you know, i'm gonna have to change this then i'm gonna have to uh like an exclamation mark ban at tito we're gonna have to like uh, have an exclamation mark buy sorry tito <laughs> you're sold <laughs> Yeah, there we go. Um, I've only got 12,239 kills in my game, Save for Spike. Honestly, it hates it. Can't, won't go anywhere, yeah. So, but but what Tito was saying is kind of what I want to touch on, as is what Spike is just saying. You've got two completely different opinions there around Ubisoft. Tito is, uh, and, and rightly so, for his reasons, believes that the company has massive, massively declined and they're shite. Meanwhile, Spike has bought a game 100%ed it, then got the DLC and 100%ed that too because that has been a great game for him. And this yeah. is where the rub is with Ubisoft for me. I am not denying that Ubisoft has some incredible games. Far Cry, Assassin's Creed, Rainbow Six. Uh, they've got some huge... Well, The Division, obviously, as Tito was talking about. They've got some huge titles there. Um, but then you also, for every The Division 1, you get The Division 2. Uh, for every like successful far cry you get ghost recon breakpoint uh and, and stuff like that so i think that's why this story is still around does ubisoft need to be sold does it want to be sold no it doesn't it doesn't want or need to be sold because they're happy enough as they are but the reason this conversation is there because i mean i've just loaded up ubisoft's list of games assassin's creed valhalla good game I, I will happily say, I mean, I've not played it, I will happily just put that in the good game category because two people here above says good, job's good, nice. Rainbow Six Siege, okay, well, that's a great game. It might not be where it was previously right now, but came out in 2015, people are still talking about it in 20, uh, 2022, great game, nice. Then you've got Far Cry 6, was an all right game. 
It wasn't good or bad. It was all right. Rainbow Six Extraction, I've heard bad things about that, but I don't really know. Um, so I'll... Yeah, okay. Swing, maybe, and a miss. Um, Riders Republic. Who's playing Riders Republic? Is anyone playing Riders Republic? It's it's stunk of a PlayStation Plus game that or a, a, a Game Pass game coming at some point. It's... I'll it was put, just one of those. Put that mm. in the swing and a miss category again. Uh, bye. Yeah. The Division 2 swing and a miss. Swing and a miss. Uh, 2019. Division three, 1 was awesome. Three years later, Tito's still playing it. So it's clearly got something about it. And tell you what it has about it, the Division 1, like Bibby's just said. That's what that's where the success of Division 2 has come from. It's what it, it should have built on and didn't. Ghost Recon Breakpoint, I don't need to say. No swing, just miss. Uh, Ghost Recon every installment Wildlands has some good community stuff happening right now but even still Ghost Recon hasn't really pushed anything then you've got like the older like Assassin's Creed Odyssey uh, and, 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 and and like that yeah, yeah Immortals Phoenix Rising we all expected to be a new Breath of the Wild-esque game but it didn't really do anything just dance I mean pfft just, just... they're still being sold on the Wii I think in fact I think the last one might have just been the last one that I sold on there, but it, it, it's a game that still goes strong. I mean, imagine yep. most aerobics classes use it. <laughs> I mean, that, it's it's not for me, so it's it's clearly charged when I say this. Not just dance, just stop. There we go, just stop. <laughs> uh, that said, it sells. There is Just Dance 2022, so I didn't even know that existed. So it's clearly someone somewhere is buying it and they're happy enough with it. So you get the point, and then you go back further and there's some cool games and stuff in there. But but in that list, they've got so many titles that are big names or were big names or are big series or could have been, and there's always the coulda, woulda, shouldas when it comes to Ubisoft. So that's the reason this conversation exists. Are they a massive company? Yes, up until um, The Witcher and Cyberpunk started doing bits for uh, CD Projekt Red, were they the most profitable developer in Europe? Yes, but massively flawed, massively flawed. Yep, they can develop, they can publish, and they've got uh, offices on, on both sides of the Atlantic all around the world. But just, yeah, yeah. If, if we get hits with the new Avatar game, for example, if that's a hit, what what... Is, have they got a Star Wars game, Ubisoft? Is that what it is? I can't remember. They've got, they've got license to make one soon. Yeah, something like that. Because so, the EA license was up, wasn't it? Yeah. I think they've been managed to renegotiate a couple more titles, but I don't think they had the exclusivity. If I remember rightly. So we'll 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 just we'll stick with that. Um, so if Ubisoft do well with other people's IP, Star Wars and Avatar, um. And then use that as a way of, actually, look, we can use our own IP. And rather than just milking the shit out of it and make good content, rather than making them like empty ass games that we can just renew every 12 to 18 to 24 months, just make something that will satisfy the consumers. Uh, then, yeah, if Ubisoft keep doing that, they don't need ever. And if they don't, they don't need to be bought. But if they ever do get bought, then they'll be worth so much more than just the... Uh, the bloatware that they pedal right now. Viv says, what's yeah. Riders Republic? Um, <laughs> correct. <you> correct. <laughs> if you didn't actually know what Riders Republic is. Uh, it's this. This is Riders Republic. It was shown during an E3 conference. Uh, we watched it. It was basically downhill riding, but you're on a bmx whilst other people are on wingsuits whilst other people are on motocross whilst other people are on snowboards and and yeah. it's meant to be we all go downhill 
our own way. And and it was just like, yep, sounds like the game's going that way as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, in, in all fairness, then, it's a very solid game, technically. The issue is that it gets all very, very quickly. No, I agree. I agree. Well, I say agree. I don't know. I've never actually played it. But but I don't even need to play it to know that it's going to get very, very old very, very quickly because this game existed 25 years ago. That's the reason why I love the idea of SSX Tricky. And I'm like, yeah, make another one. Yeah. But it, it needs to develop because we are not in the same place we were 25 years ago. We don't yeah. all play side-scrollers on a 16-bit platform anymore. Because time has been done. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm always the exception to the rule. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's it. Okay, we're going to move into our last story of the day, which is only a brief one. And, and if you've got a PC, then good news for you, because we've got some free stuff for you. Uh, Morgan Park and the crew at PC Gamer have this article, which we come back to every week, and it says, what's free on the Epic Games Store right now? Um, we'll, we'll skip past the spiel, and we'll jump into the Epic Games Store free right now section. It says, we're on the usual weekly schedule now for Epic's freebies, so keep an eye out for each week's new free choices. Uh, this week, uh, what's free until May the 19th is Pre. So Arkane's immersive sim set aboard a space station is essentially System Shock 3 uh, and highly recommended to fans of stealth, spookiness in space, and stories with lots of twists in them. It's been free once before, but if you missed it, uh, in December, here's another chance. As well as Prey, this Jotun Valhalla edition, which is a beautiful hand-drawn game about killing Norse titans and earning a ticket to Valhalla. There you go, Spike. There's some extra DLC that you didn't know you, you wanted. <laughs> get yourself Jotun Valhalla edition. Uh, and then um, we get Redout Enhanced Edition, so a high-speed high hovercraft racing game. That's what you can get free right now. But what's interesting in this one, I did see the headlines being shared yesterday, is this... Epic Games Store free games, what's coming next? So we always tell you what's free this week, what you can get right now. This will last until about about 4 p.m. on Thursday, so get it before that time and you're, and you're good. From that point, we have a mystery game. And that doesn't often happen. When that happens, it's usually something good. So when we've had mystery games, it's been in the past as big as GTA V, completely free on the Epic Game Store. So next week, there is a mystery game coming. It might not be that. It might just be a case of, all right, Simon, did you, uh, did you get next week's free game? Simon sat there with like half a croissant hanging out of his mouth. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought you said it was Steve. No, no, Steve sorted out, read out for this mm. week. Oh, is that Steve? Oh, shit. Oh. Uh, so it could be just Simon's nipping down, like knocking on, on Arcane's door and going, have you got any other games that you want? Just vlog us for a little bit. I saw, I saw you, I mean. Um, maybe, maybe not. But but whatever it is, we will update you. No doubt there will be news on that in the next couple of days. So if you if you want spoilers for what the free store game, uh, your free game Friday will be, it'll probably be an Epic Game Store update. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we'll have that yeah. for you, but we'll give you a reminder of what you can get free next week. But it's an, a mystery game. Interesting. Prey is great, by the way. Is it? It's fantastic, yeah. I remember, um, in fact, I remember us covering uh, something from the game many, many years ago, actually, when the game was when the game was coming out, and I ended up buying it off of what... Um, oh, what's it called? McKirk. Uh... Kirk McKean? Kirk. Yes, Kirk McKean. He did nothing but bang on about this game. So I thought, do you know what? I'll have a go. And I shit my pants. Oh, it's shit it's my a brilliant pants. game. It's, if you if anyone's ever played Fear, it's very much in that kind of ilk. Um, but they have these little thing called Mimics. <laughs> Terrifying shit, Graham. Terrifying. Because they'll just be... They'll, they'll, they'll be like a, a 
dustbin and you'll walk past a dustbin and it'll change from a dustbin to this little spider crawly thing and obviously I've been terrified of spiders so yeah it's a brilliant game if you've never played it I, I would definitely suggest getting it uh, even if it's just to add to your account um, and you can see if you like it or not uh, okay I, I, I did load up the Epic Games store early on just to uh, delete stuff off my PC that I've not actually played for ages and didn't even bother looking so I'll get that I'll get mm-hmm. it now um, into the chats in all fairness to them, it's on. Oh, I've done that one. Uh, ah, you're right. Pass me by because, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Spike says, I agree. Uh, for the record, I've played 500 plus hours in an isometric pixel art game. <laughs> yeah, Spike. Yeah, yeah. No one's going to play downhill stuff because it's 25 years old. Spice, uh, Spike's there playing actual Master System games. Yeah, they, the thing is, though, Spike, is is obviously you, you were joking, but that, but that's the that's the cool thing is rather than just playing 500 hours in an isometric pixel, uh, pixel art game, that genre has moved on far enough that you can actually make that game. You can put things you want into that game. And that's that's the evolution that Riders Republic doesn't have. What Riders Republic did have, and I'm going off of uh, review comments and stuff here, maybe misquoting them, so just go with it, uh, mm. is, is, is dodgy dialogue, like really shit, cheesy Almost like, yeah, I'm cool. I know the kids. Like, how do you do, fellow kids? Sort of like rider yeah. stuff. And it was just like everyone I know that that stu- does any form of writing and riding. Like, you will. F- you, there's plenty of Americans that are skaters or surfers or whatever uh, downhill bikers that also write articles. And they've gone, yeah, nobody speaks like this. This is you, you speak like this if you're in in a '90s. Uh, film about surfing. Nobody speaks like that anymore, and and that's what it was like. That's what you get. That's what you get. Um, dialogue straight out of an ICU advert, kind of dog. Exactly. That's exactly it. The but that the thing is though, the dialogue in an ICU advert is us. I am disappointed that neither of you replied to my screenshot uh, from my map that I tagged you in on Twitter. Well, we actually had a conversation about this and we didn't want <laughs> to uh, be seen to, well, know you in public. But no, I I did see the tweet. The tweet I it either came through or someone replied to it or something um, when I was in the car or, it, yeah. or something like that. And it was one of those where, oh, I'll come back to that. The downside is, though, if something is opened... And then something else comes through in the same app afterwards. It's gone. It's, it's like outside of mind. We, because obviously we've got our own content going out almost every day. We, we're we're spamming spam quite literally uh, at the moment. And then there's all sorts of other things. So yeah, once it's in, it's out. It's gone. Um, so yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go. be honest. I was driving home, and when I get home from work, and I'm looking at my phone, I've got four thousand notifications. I tend to not respond to a lot of people, and I do apologize for that. I'm currently quote tweeting it with something on there anyway, and it looks fantastic. Like, I can't believe you've actually managed to get the studio desk design in there. It's it got, looks unbelievable. I did see the TVs, but like I said, I was I was I was like in the, getting in the car kind of thing. I was like, oh, I need to get. I'll do. I'll look at that in a bit. But from my side of things, I mean, let me jump back to Big Me. Look, 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 look at the, the bags under my eyes. I've got a fucking dog. <laughs> so, <laughs> so nothing gets my attention for the, for the next couple of weeks at least because fuck me. Um, where do we get to? Uh, t- 
Tongues in ears, tier six only fans. <laughs> tongues, tongues in ears. Yeah, that's eyes and ears. Uh, G ignoring the touching moment of baby sad about G's death. Nothing. I see how it is. I mean, I'm dead. You've killed me. <laughs> of course I'm <laughs> going to ignore that shit. <laughs> I, I genuinely thought that I was wearing a shit shirt, but it just looks like there's a load of blood on a white t-shirt, which is kind of what I'm leaning into on the tweet. Uh, I didn't actually. Okay. Do you know what? Let's let's have a look. Come on, if anyone's got the link to the tweet, do feel free to to spaff it in. I never killed you. The zombies had you. No, no, you shared my death. <laughs> you shared my death. No, not interested anymore. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, there it is. There it is. Found it. Nice. Uh, so this this is what it is. So, so for those that don't know what it is, um, what we're talking about, I'll take it off the screen. Spike in the chat plays Project Zomboid. And you, I've, I see what you mean about that desk. That is fucking spot on. Like, <laughs> yeah, you managed to get the poles on either side and yeah. everything. So Spike plays Project Zomboid, which is a map, a game that allows you to mod the maps. You can put your own environments in there. And he asked if he could put the, the uh, ICU studio. Naturally, we were like, fuck yeah. Um, so I... We, we sent him over some pictures and some details of what the studio looks like so he can try and get an idea of what it is and so on. Um, and for anyone that has seen our studio, this is absolutely knocking it out of the park. So just like the ICU studio, you've got GT Mega Chairs. That desk is pretty much spot on for what our studio looks like. Uh, the up lighting at the back, uh, three screens, which is what we've got in the studio now. Me dead on the floor, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Usually after a 12-hour stream, <laughs> when it finishes at 5 to 1 in the morning. You still put one last night? I don't want to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was literally the conversation <laughs> yesterday morning. And then Bibby in his, in his Hawaii 5-0 shirt over there. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. That is badass. That is badass. Yeah, no, that, that oh, Spike just said it in the chat then. No, that is a Hawaii shirt. I was going to say, that's not that's not a shirt covered in, in blood and stuff. That's definitely it. Is it not? Is, is, it a, is it not? Is it a Hawaiian shirt? Yeah, yeah, Spike said it in the chat. In the, in the chat. In all the right. chat. So, yeah. He's okay, got let, me do, let me delete all of that text that I've just written. <laughs> uh, just updated and added some new screen, uh, screenshots from my Project Zomboid map. Mod and things have taken a turn for the worst over at Ice Cream Upload Studio. Looks like we've got Babinho is going to have to avenge Graham Day. <laughs> Avenge me, bit. It's going dark. I can't. I'm too fat. I've got no cardio, Graham. I'm, I'm getting taken down as soon as I leave this building. <coughs> I'll tell you what, though, Spike. If you need voice actors, we can do that for you. Yeah, 100%. Ish, 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 ish. Raffi. <laughs> and then make it so that we can be turned into zombies. So when we're walking around, we can be like full on arms out going, ish. <laughs> After morning. <laughs> <laughs> Playing the victim again, G. It's all about the internet content. If you if you're not if you're not hurt, then people don't care. So you've got to be. I, I fucking kill me, man. <laughs> nah, that looks badass. So that looks fucking amazing. It looked good before, but. Well, he said something about the desk, actually. That desk was a ball hick. Two hours to make a fucking desk. It looks spot on, though. For those that haven't seen our studio, uh, I imagine you all have by this point in time. But just, just for those that haven't, if you are listening to this on demand, then apologies. This is a very visual uh, segment of the stream. Uh, so you're just going to have to run and jump. I'm only, oh, look at you, I'm joking. Uh, ice cream upload studio. Uh, it's probably going to be old pictures because we've not really posted... New, okay, not of the desk, not of the desk. 
Mm. Now, I suppose that that's that's that one gives you a more of a feel for the desk. But like, if I bring this up, uh, so as you can see there, rounded top on the desk, then like a box sort of middle screen on the front, two poles on the side, and then we go back to Spike's image. Perfect, perfect, absolute poific. GG Spike, GGs. I apologise. No, I'm dead. I don't even care. <laughs> dead people don't hear apologies or anything. Uh, Bibby didn't save him. Or Bibby didn't want to save him. Mm. I needed your ammo, Graham. Needed the ammo. <laughs> he did that thing where he shot me in the leg so that he could run away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, hey. uh, what year was you born, Graham? Uh, 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 what's going to be believable? Uh, 91. Uh, 85. 85. Um, no, I apologise for how I got the screenshot. Ah, oh, okay. <laughs> Protect your friends. I mean, it didn't. That's what it says on the screenshot. Uh, screenshot. So I apologise. You should be apologising for that bit. God damn. Protect your friends, Bib. Look, there. Honestly. Protect. Protect your neck. Honestly. Yeah. Um... I mean, if you want to know how I created that screenshot, I had to kill you without making uh, too much of a mess, so I may have had to make you drink bleach. <laughs> Where the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Do not try this at home, by the way. Uh, this, 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 this goes from... Uh, how, how can you go from dead to worse? <laughs> you can go from bad, bad to worse, but god damn. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. If you want a pro tip for life, it's don't let Spike make a mod of your life in a, in a studio, uh, in a video game, because he's just going to poison you with fucking bleach, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know what? Despite that, it still looks good. Twat. <laughs> uh, lumps! Uh, the camera is old school BBC studio style. That's exactly what we have in the studio, by the way. Absolutely 100% mm -hmm. what we have in the studio. Oh, Salford sirens are out. Don't know if you can hear that or not, but 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 they're there. Um, Bibbit thirster confirmed. I mean, I I was the thirster. Clearly, <laughs> needed a fucking drink. <laughs> oh, on this on this though, when it comes to battle royales and thirsting, I'm I'm split because I see a lot of people kicking off at it all the time. But I put me in the camp of getting rid of them out of the fucking game. Like if I'm downing someone, they're going. I don't care if I'm thirsting or not. Oh, they're irrelevant once I've killed them. You should have been here on Wednesday. We had this conversation uh, on Wednesday. And Tito was like, it's a battle royale. You're supposed to kill people. It was like, that's not the point. You're missing the point. Like, there's a guy that, that flushed me after I dropped one of his teammates. And I thought, you know what? I can thirst him right here, right now. But, um, like, I can use him as bait. Whereas that guy could have used me as bait. But that wasn't the issue. The issue was that he pinged out from behind a wall when Lotus and Beans or Nietzsche were stood next to me. So he just got himself killed with the aim of killing me out. But but he had one friend down, which was one that I downed, um, and then there was three of them still up. So it was then three against three. Because he got himself exposed to danger, it became three against two. So his team were yeah. instantly outnumbered. And that's when it's stupid. There's nothing wrong with Thurston because the whole point of Battle Royale is last one alive. Yeah. You're, you're supposed to kill each other, 100%. Um, using them tactically if they're if i think they're a much better team and they've 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 dinged me a few times and i know that i'm probably not going to be able to wipe them all i'm getting rid of their mate out of the game like oh, i don't yeah. care if, it, if someone else ends up messaging me saying i'm first or whatever like 
they're gone. Like, See, I'm no, not that... giving them the opportunity to get rezzed. If I use them as bait tactically, that's fine. But if I know that they could potentially go on and win the game at the expense of me, I'm taking one of them fuckers out with me. Yeah, that's a bit different, though, because that's like you going... It's almost like... What's 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 the what's the animal that that you you say you don't want to put something into a corner because they they go ah they get nasty kind of thing that's 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 that you're in a corner so you think fuck it I'm taking Summit down with me I'm I'm gonna lose this fight I'm gonna take someone that's 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 is what it is if it's one against four and they've uh, three of your teammates are down I'd probably do the same because you think fuck it I'm gonna lose I'm taking someone with me. Um, but when one of theirs like you, the other times where it's more apparent is like say if if it's four against four, um, and we've all branched off into individual fights, effectively. I shoot you, and you're on the floor next to me. And I'm like, well, I can kill you here, but do you know what? We'll try an honourable fight. Whoever wins gets to go on kind of thing. And then someone else uh, in your team has a fight, drops beans, and then instantly puts a bullet in his head, and I'm still stood next to you. It's like, okay, well, there we go. <laughs> then you're yeah, dead now. Go down as well. Um, and yeah. that's that's where it is. It's not it's not about should you kill someone in a game where you're supposed to kill people. It's it's people making stupid choices around that. And that's that comes as a result of... PUBG not having respawn mechanics and and in the early days uh, people went and just killed everyone and then because the game needed its own community to survive you get that sort of like every game has unwritten rules like in FIFA if you score a goal or whatever I should quit and then some people get pissy why are you not quitting because yeah. I've scored past you and it's like well that's not how the game is meant to be played, but it's, it's that mm -hmm. unwritten rule. And some people are just, just dense and will just kill themselves with it. But yeah, yeah. too late. Bleach tastes fuck rank. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we would not recommend anyone drinking bleach because if you drink bleach, uh, well, then then you end up with Bibby cowering over your uh, dead body going, oh, that's a nice watch. <laughs> look, see, see, look where Bibby's hand is. And then look where, look where my watch should be. There's no watch there. So there you go. Don't drink bleach or Bibby takes your watch. That's actually my watch hand as well. Fuck's sake, Bib. Honestly. God. Damn it. <laughs> I'm with G. I get using a guy to draw uh, uh, draw his teammates in, but there's nothing to be gained. I say blow his head off. Pow! Yeah. I mean, we do it all the time. Like, if you see someone trying to call, uh, crawl behind cover, like, if you down someone in the open and their teammates don't come out and push for them, and then they're taking advantage of the fact that you've dropped him, waiting for him to crawl behind cover, I go, well, you're just going to make yourself safe now. What's the point? Brrrr! You're dead. That's it. If you'd if if you'd have tried to aggress me, then I wouldn't have thirsted him. But because you're just sat behind the, the wall, hiding and waiting, I'm gonna thirst you do. So yeah, yeah. Um, honey badger or like uh, yeah, that's it. Honey badger or at least another will take on lions just cause yeah, cause they're fucking hard fucks me. Yeah. Um. Uh. But you have a nice clean bowel for burial. Well, that's true. You know, swings and roundabouts. Clean bowel, uh, clean bowel, can't use it. You know, swings and roundabouts. There you go. Uh, but that's the end of the show. Thank you, everyone, that's joined us for all of the scoops this week, or even any of the scoops, or even a little bit of just one of the scoops. Anyone that does drop in, we appreciate your support on the channel. Uh, the support doesn't have to be financial. We, we don't require anyone to sub, anyone to throw any bits down, anyone to donate, any of that stuff. You don't have to. It does help, as we've showed you many, many times, all of the subs, all of the revenue goes back into the, the channel, which is which is where that studio that's fights made. Bits in it. Speaking of bits, <laughs> lumps. Thank you very much for the bits, dude. Hero. 
standard lumps 32 you love to see it thank you very much dude appreciate that um but yeah those bits those pay for things like this uh, the back walls and stuff like that and then the desk screens and the up lights and and the reason we've got a badass studio is because every penny that you put into it we put it back into the setup so we appreciate that but you don't have to do it you don't have to do it just dropping into the streams is all is all is all we need just someone to have a bit of a chat with nice uh viv says in case anyone sees my wife the hat was a gift and i definitely I did shit buy my it. pants <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and the funerals, yeah, they're not they're not cheap. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need at least one of them. Probably a few more knowing Spike. God damn. Um so yeah, we are gonna disappear now. That's it for the scoops this week. We do have gameplay though. It's a double header. We have some PUBG tomorrow and then some Fortnite. So if you want some BR experiences, do feel free to join us over the next couple of days. We'll bring you that. We'll find people not getting flushed on Saturday and then sh fucking flush the motherfuckers on the Sunday. Absolutely. Get them fucking out of here! <laughs> Uh, only difference is they come back again and you get a chance to get them again. But I mean, Absolutely. you could have probably killed them three times in Fortnite but in the one oh, time, the, the 10 minutes it takes me to come back in the PUBG fucking uh, respawn arena. Just 10 <laughs> minutes to go. <laughs> what? Nope. Uh, so yeah as mentioned do feel free to join us tomorrow for some PUBG Saturday uh, uh, Saturday PUBG Sunday Fortnite. Before that happens though Mr. Bib. Yes. Anything you want to say? Yes again thank you very much to each and every one of you that have joined us for today's episode of The Scoop and in fact all this week's episodes of The Scoop. We very much appreciate it. But if you want to help shape next week's shows, there is two ways you can do so. First of all, find us on social media. It is at Ice Cream World across all major social media platforms. Or alternatively, get involved with our Discord. If you're watching this on any of our on-demand services, go into the description below. All the links that you require will be listed there for you. But all we need from you is URL plus your false impressions. We will then give you our false impressions on the very next Scoop show, which will be at what time on Monday, Mr. Graham Day? Uh, it's 6 a.m. No, no, 10, 10 a.m. <laughs> no, 2 p.m. <laughs> ish. <laughs> uh, no, no, there's no ish. No, just... <laughs> yeah, I'm still, I still feel like we might need the ish. Cheers <laughs> <laughs> um, for the stream, guys. You're welcome, JMK. Thank you for dropping on the honeymoon. Uh, enjoy your weekend, dude. Uh, Lump says, uh, Fortnite, no build, PUBG, no kill. <laughs> I mean, some some days that, that, that do be what it is. <laughs> PUBG, no kill. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, we'll turn it off. Uh, just as much chance of it being 6 a.m. to be fair. Exactly. Exactly, mate. Exactly. No chance. Following morning. You got no chance in hell. For now, though, we're going to disappear. Have yourselves a beautiful weekend if we don't see you tomorrow or Sunday for the gameplay until Monday. Stay frosty. Stay frosty. <laughs>